Hello and welcome to a extra edition of the Waiting Room, a Quantum Leap podcast. Um, my name is Sai and I'm joined as always by my partner in time here, Mr. Benny Mack. Benny, how you doing, mate? You okay? I'm I'm okay. Can you know it's been a, a odd couple of days actually, and then and obviously finding out what we're going to be talking about today was quite a shock actually. To be fair. Um, you know, obviously yeah. people that have been listening to this podcast so far would have heard us talking about the Quantum Leap uh, show. We've been uh, going one leap at a time talking about each episode because we're both, as it's, if you've already listened, you know me and Sire like fans of Quantum Leap, big fans, I would say. Um, and so hearing that Dean Stockwell passed away this past Sunday is, um, I don't really know how to put it into words, side to be honest, because it's somebody I've never met i've never had a conversation with you know but i've known them kind of all my life really because i've watched him in different films but mainly quantum leap so somebody that i'm very used to seeing on my tv and have a have a have fond memories of really so it's kind of a strange one yeah yeah i feel i feel very similar my friend um basically to today's I suppose extra. I don't want to call it a bonus episode because that almost makes it sound like it's it's a, it's a joyous occasion. It's very much far from that. We're not doing this in any way, shape, or form it, by way of pleasure or bonus content or anything like that. This is literally a, a situation where Benny and I, as Benny mentioned, we're huge Quantum Leap fans. Of course, we are. We've got a podcast on the show for crying out loud. Um, and the news that um, Dean Stockwell passed away, the actor who played Al is obviously a big thing to people who follow the show quantum leap who have ever watched the show quantum leap who are fans of the show um, and benny and i felt that we needed to we needed to address it we needed to, we needed to say something about this we needed to record uh, a, an extra episode to check out there with our thoughts um about mr stockwell so, so the gist of what we're going to do today uh, we don't know how long we're going to record for. We don't know exactly what's going to come out of our mouths. We don't know what we're going to say. We've got no format, no plan, n- nothing at all. We've literally decided to just press record, start talking, uh, and just try and share a few memories, I guess, about um, the character Al in, in this TV show that we both uh, love and adore so much. There's a big part of my childhood and, and my life since then. I've, I've rewatched it so many times. I know Benny has said the same thing. Um, I suppose for me, Benny, it's it's like you look at you look at Mr. Stockwell's career. It is decades long, forty odd years long. Oh, I was checking. However, it. I, was, I was checking. Sorry, just to cut you off. Just I was checking it, and actually, seventy years he did acting as a young child. Seventy years. Sorry, yes, yeah. absolutely. I was looking through his stuff, and he's you know he he debuted in a uh, in a play, uh, Paul Orson's play. Uh, the Innocent Voyage, I think it was called, and um, in, I think it was 1940. Oh, well, no, it would have been before 1945 because he actually signed a contract with MGM after the fact in 1945. So um, it was also a pl- in a play that his brother was in, the one that I realised in an episode of Quantum Leap that uh, was his brother in that uh, boxing episode oh, yeah. we talked about. So he was with his brother doing that. So 70 years he had a career really, and it's. Um, like I said, obviously, I've watched a very small part of his career, really, mm. compared to what he's done. Um, but so, I mean, that kind of tells you how much of a great character actor that Dean Stockwell was, to be fair, because the stuff that I've seen him in, 
I mean, don't get me wrong. When he when he pops up in something, I go, "Look, there's Al." You know, I will say yeah. that. But yeah. like, he plays different characters so well, and um, yeah, I you know thoughts to his family and friends as well. Just thought, oh, they're not that I don't. <laughs> the likelihood of them listening to this is very slim, I would imagine. But you know, we feel that you know, even though we weren't close to him, we feel the uh, loss. I think I think a lot of people will, to be honest, fans of his career from Quantum Leap to you know the Married to the Mob, you know, and all that kind of stuff he did really. Well, that's that's something I was going to sort of try and try and get at. Really, you look at his career or his his credits. I suppose if that is the right term, I don't know, for a career spanning seventy years, as you said, Benny. And and the thing as well is, you, you look at early years, you know, the forties, the fifties, and so on. MGM and, and other places, they they bang films out, like you know, in in record time, when they like they do nowadays, definitely, yeah. Yeah, and yeah. he's got credits for films in 40, 1945, 46, 47, 48. And it just goes on and on and on. And then you've got films later in his career that I, I actually have seen and can semi-remember him being in. I mean, Blue Velvet's one, obviously. Beverly Hills Cop, I've seen. Too. Beverly Hills Cop 2, sorry, I've seen yeah, in that. Yeah, that's right. I remember, um, that. I remember that, him being in that, really. So it's like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Live and Die in LA as well was another big one. Um, but the big thing for me, really, that sort of stood out when his passing was reported earlier this week was that every single newspaper and every single news site that I came across, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, you may have seen different ones different ones to I, Benny, but every single newspaper or every single Twitter report, Facebook report, online page, however you want to word it, said quantum leap actor dean stockwell i think and that to me i think shows how how impactful this role was i mean this was 1989 till 1993 so uh, you know around 90-ish episodes of this show but there was only two actors who were in every single episode in in sam and al yeah and it just shows i think the relationship well, the link, I guess, that those two actors have with the show and with the fans of the show, such as myself and you, that it is a case of, I mean, let's not, let's not beat around the bush here. He he retired from acting due to illness, and the guy was in his 80s. Yeah. So it's not like it's a youngster passing away way before their time or anything like that. But I still find it surprising I still, it still came as a shock to the system that this individual who has been part of a TV show that I've watched over and over and over again ever since I was a child is now all of a sudden just gone. Just gone, I guess. It's it, yeah, it is. It's um, well, actually, to be honest, you, you, when you messaged me, it was you that I actually learnt it from. I didn't see anything that day. I hadn't looked on my phone. I hadn't been on social media. I, I don't really watch the news outlets on TV because, to, uh, to be honest, I find them depressing and it's never good news. Mm, yeah. So I get to a point. I mean, I'll check in every now and again, but generally I don't watch the news. Um, so sometimes I'm a bit late to things. So you messaging me, I was like, oh, no. And I was just like, for goodness sake, I like of the, the, the year and a half we've had of all this stuff going on in the world. And then, you know, I know it's it's an actor that I didn't know and everything, but I genuinely, I was saying to you before we record, hit the record button, like I, we, I, so I started watching some clips of, uh, Al, um, and there's some great tributes out there for him. 
even beforehand. This is, there's tributes being made towards the Owl character in the Quantum Leap show years ago, five, ten years ago, because the show is so yeah. popular. And like we, we've said, in the, I mean, the reason we're doing this episode today, so the episode, I just want to lay this out quickly, Sight, is that we actually started recording the, the Waiting Room, I think in June, um, and it only started coming out maybe two weeks ago, three weeks ago. We're about to mm-hmm. hit our third episode. So if you are listening to this, um, you know, in chronological order, all of a sudden this episode in the middle here, um, the Al Calavici episode or the Dean Stockwell episode, whatever you want to call it, the tribute, uh, the look back, the just knowing that he's, we're just letting you know that we were gutted basically. And as a lot of people are, but as you go forward, listening to this uh, uh, episodes, obviously we won't mention it because we recorded it. Well, I think we've recorded seven episodes prior to this. So we've got a lot of episodes out there that are coming out in the next seven weeks that we won't mention Al of the, have passed away probably till you hear, I think it's Kamikaze Kid we're recording next by the time it comes out, but that will probably won't be out till um, mid-December. Do you know what I mean? So I just want to let people know we're not, we're not ignoring the fact, um, obviously we're doing this episode today, um, this will be released as we record it. It's Wednesday, um, so it's just this past Sunday that he, he's passed away, um, and the episode will be out tomorrow. So we've recorded this. So when you were listening to this, it was recorded yesterday. Um, but as I said, going forward, we won't mention it because it was we, we thought we'd get ahead of ourselves, so we could give ourselves time to record, edit, research, and do stuff. And then, unfortunately, this has happened. So I just want to let people know that really. Um, but my point was going forward, like I think in my life, actors um, passing away or performers passing away, I've been gutted when certain ones, I remember when Robin Williams passed away, I was absolutely gutted. Um, yeah. Alan Rickman going as well. Um, such a great career he had as well. Um, and you feel sad and you smile because these people put the tributes together of their best moments and stuff like that. And you can't help but smile. And they've entertained so many people, including Dean Stockwell here. Um, I think the only time I, I mean, I was watching clips as I was saying at the beginning of this rant that um, I was watching a clip of Al and I couldn't help but smile, even though the comment was probably considered, you probably shouldn't say that. I just couldn't help but smile because it's Al, you know, Um, I think the only other time I felt where I really did weep like a, (laughs) like a soldier uh, was uh, Eddie Grove's tribute uh, video package they did on Smackdown for his Hall of Fame. I I, yeah. I can't not watch that and not cry. So this is up, you know, Eddie Guerrero and Dean Stockwell are the two that have like really sort of their entertainment. I don't know how to re put it into Wordside, but what they've done in their careers. I mean, Dean Stockwell's done a lot. Eddie Guerrero did a lot, obviously, but Dean Stockwell in this case, seventy year career, and for you know, I've seen him in films pop up. I saw him pop up in Enterprise. I think we mentioned that in an episode. Um, Absolutely loved it to see Dean. There was a moment in that Enterprise episode for me at least. I could be miss. I could be reading way too much into it, but the um, when um, Scott Bakula's character Archer walks into the room and sees sees Dean Stockwell's character, there's like a moment of they don't say each other and they kind of almost acknowledge each other. Then they go into their dialogue, even if they're on opposite ends of the you know Scott's the good guy, he's the bad guy. There's almost this moment for me where they look at each other and go, "Yeah, I remember you." Like sort of like a little nod to the to, to me. <laughs> yeah. I could be reading way too much into, but that's what I felt in that moment. Um, seeing him again, I did mention this. So I'm, I'm sure it'll be out there soon. Um, in 2005, I don't know whether it was 2005 he was in it, but it started in 05. I think the remake of the Battlestar Galactica series. Um, seeing Dean yeah. Stockwell yeah. make an appearance in that was, and he was a recurring character. 
Um, Cavill, so that, was it? Something like that? I can't remember the damn character's name. <laughs> it's bad, isn't it? Uh, John Carville. Yes, John Carville, yes. Um, and if you've not watched Battlestar Galactica, don't, don't read up on it because it will spoil his character if you do. Do you know what I mean? It's one of those sort of like you need to watch it to find out what he is and what his role in the whole Battlestar Galactica universe is. But um, yeah, sorry, I went on a bit of a rant there. But, you know, it's just... Uh, I was genuinely gutted, and as I was saying to you before we recorded, um, watching the current episode that we're going to be reviewing next, and the um, him walking into the room, and Sam's like, "What are you doing here?" He goes, mm, "Just he was basically watching the lingerie party. Basically, is what he was doing." <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> and it was just absent the way he kind of nope. I thought it was enough, and he just walks off, and it's like, okay, <laughs> so that's what I was here for. And it's just little moment, not just that. Obviously, there's more to Al than just women in cigars and cars, you know, but. Um, as we will find out as we go through this uh, waiting room journey, but um, it's I don't know really know what to say other than he's going to be missed, like I've already said, mate. To be fair, yeah, I mean I think that's a big thing as well, isn't it? It's the the character itself. It's something I'm noticing watching watching the show back with you, Benny. In season one, you still I, I think the show is really finding its feet. It's really sort of trying to go see exactly what 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 it is. I think with the certain characters and so on. And yeah. I think Al is the perfect example of that. Sam can be excused for various various sort of misdemeanors or issues or uh, the Swiss cheese brain situation. Whereas Al is only is your only real constant throughout the first nine episodes that make up season one. And I think his character, you don't you learn bits, but it isn't until sort of season two and beyond when things really take off for Al. And I think he develops more and more as as the show goes on through the 90-plus episodes. And it, it's almost like the more you learn, the more you kind of take this character to heart. Um, yeah. There, there is... Well, we've, said, we've said it ourselves, haven't we? I mean, you, you all remember, this is 1989, the first season of Quantum Leap that we're, we're currently looking at, so that you'll be hearing if you're listening in order at the moment for our pre-recorded episodes. There are certain things said in certain episodes by Al that in 2021, you kind of go, ooh, that's a bit, a bit off. Um, but at the same time, Later in the show, it's almost like there's an innocence to Al where these comments come from, that he genuinely means no harm. It's just he is a creature of that time. He is the whole whole essence of the character. He enjoys a drink. He enjoys a cigar. He very much enjoys the company of ladies. He's (laughs) Definitely, yeah. Yeah, Unless he's one of those people that says, like, oh, yeah, I hooked up with loads of girls, but actually he doesn't. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? He might be a complete and utter BSer. You you kind of learn as the seasons go on why he is like that. And that's... That's the thing for me because, at first glance, he, at first glance, Al can be a bit abrasive. He can be a bit of a, or for want of a better term, he can be a bit of a pig towards the ladies, can't he? Let's be honest. But you learn that I'm not excusing that behaviour. Don't get me wrong, but you learn that there's reasons for that. Well, the, later in in the show, yeah, yeah. Which I, do, you know, we we we're, we're going to go through them. We don't want to spoil it for people that may be following along. This is not really about that today, but like. Mm. Car- any TV show is very much, just to touch upon what you just said, is very much um, 
on if you take you could take i mean it happened with friends a couple of years ago when friends resurfaced on netflix and um the younger generation were watching it or when i say younger i mean probably like college-esque 20s 25 years old watching it maybe for the first time and they've got like a and there's definitely ways you don't say certain things you don't do certain things i get that but again, the show was made in the 90s, so things were different. I'm not excusing mm-hmm. them. We've learned from them. But I don't think we should have to definitely draw, maybe if you need to put a warning on an episode, that's fine. But don't shut things down because if we, as it's so, and this is, so, I know it sounds like a cliche, but if we don't learn from our history and our past, we're doomed to repeat it. So having these artifacts or, you know, these things and watching characters learn and grow is a good thing because we can see that like with Al, as you said, he's obviously his character was born in, I think in the, I want to say the fifties, possibly, I don't know, maybe the forties. Um, he obviously went through the Vietnam war and everything, his character. Um, and then, you know, the story ensues and we find out why he's maybe doesn't settle down with somebody else. So hence why he then becomes or considered a womanizer basically, because but Mm. once you learn, his backstory from a child up to the Vietnam War and beyond, you then go, oh, that would be what... Because I'm sorry, but if you get your heart broken too many times and you get um, let down or betrayed a few times, to be honest, you become a harder person because you don't want to let the world in and you want to sort of protect yourself from that pain again, I guess. you know. So watching the evolution of Al, because we, we do see Sam... Um, change and grow but because he's so swiss cheesed most of the time we don't see it as much with sam but al we get to see a lot more um in dealing with certain episodes such as jimmy i remember watching jimmy for the first time in that little speech that al gives which we will get to in this review look back um honestly as a younger child even then maybe had a tear in my eye because the stuff he was saying and it's the first time you see al vulnerable is probably the best way of saying it i think or one of the first times so um yeah, we could. We are going to talk about that, obviously, at some point. So I won't go too much further. But um, it's just I don't know. It's he's filled us with uh, or given us loads of moments and memories, definitely. As and like because, like you said, every outlet is pretty much put Quantum Leap actor passes away. It shows that the show's got legs, and it even has it to this day. Yeah, very much so. Um... I mean, it's it's a colourful past, isn't it? I mean, obviously, the, the, it's necessary for the show to work. That Al is a point of reference, I guess. It's almost like he's the Al character. It's almost like he is our representative, I guess, because we can't link with Sam on a level in the same way because Sam's memory is affected and so on. Al kind of explains more about what's going on and what's needed to be done. And then, of course, he has reflections and so on in certain episodes. For example, you mentioned there about the the whole thing with Jimmy uh, and that brilliant episode that we're going to come to eventually. The link there is that Al had a sister who had Down syndrome. There's also occasions where they talk about Al being, uh, he he was brought up in an orphanage. It's a very colourful, eventful life. but that means that he can lend his experience and advice into all of these different situations. I mean, if I was, uh, if he was, if, you know, he fought in Vietnam, 
um, Vietnam, the years those that would have been. I'd imagine he'd have been born more like the thirties or potentially oh, very enough, early forties yeah, yeah. like, at a stretch potentially. Okay. So I mean that gives you an idea of the life the experience that he has, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um I mean what I wanna speak I suppose I want this to be more of a it's difficult because the subject matter we're discussing today it is is it is sad. Of course it is. Of course it's sad. But I want it to I want it to sort of share a few things that make us smile benny watching the show back a few memories from from al from from dean stockwell's character on the show uh, and kind of what makes us uh, al's a big part of what made me love the show in the first place so i mean are there any particular standout moments that always bring a smile to your face I mean, there's so many, and we're, obviously we will cover them. And obviously now, going forward, at least from episode eight, you'll hear us talk, refer to him in the past tense, unfortunately. But um, it's just um, it's just the owl moments, really, which probably I shouldn't laugh at, or I could probably be chastised for laughing at. Um, <laughs> you know, um, just... But his whole demeanour, even though he's got that sort of like playfulness and cheekiness about him, in the moments that matter, Al is there. Um, mm. So, um, and then, you know, little things like, it's not so much about the character Al, but Dean, I mean, watching interviews, obviously, because I'm so, I love Quantum Leap, as we've already covered so many times. Um, but, um, like, he cared about the environment and stuff, and he would talk about um, this stuff to Scott Bakula, and, you know, and Scott Bakula would be like, no, let's practice this scene. He goes, no, this is more important. So he'd be talking about the environment and how we should be protecting wildlife. And and there's an episode where he leaps into, um, I think he's like a, the, the ex is getting, or his ex-girlfriend's getting married and he want the, the original history they did and it's not good. So he's there to make put these two people back together because he was supposed to be lost at sea. I can't remember the name of the episode. Okay, um, yeah, yeah. But there's a bit in there where... Sam is hanging from um, a, a walkway in the ship where the, the the garbage used to get dumped into the sea. Basically, that's it. Was just uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, I remember. And he's hanging there, and um, it's just like, can you believe all this? And Sam's literally tied up, hanging there, like, and he's talking <laughs> about the environment and how they shouldn't be dumping the rubbish. And he goes, and then Sam's like, throw me a rope, throw me a rope, because I can't throw you a rope. I'm a hologram, like you know. Just but casually, like you know, just says it like. <laughs> Sam's life yeah. is in danger, but yeah, just stuff like that outside of it in the stories that have been told about uh, Dean Stockwell and stuff about, um, I mean, I think I shared it with you when we first started talking about doing this project and um, like somehow they come back after a year, like, you know, their summer off or whatever they have before they start shooting this next season or whatever. And there's like a, a stogie sat there that somehow hasn't burnt the set down that he just put there while he was smoking it in between scenes or whatever. And he just puts the light one down onto the back and it's not burnt down. And um, <laughs> somehow and just, I feel like Al, I'm not saying uh, Dean Stockwell wasn't womanized by any stretch of the imagination, but I feel like Al, might be more Dean than we realise, possibly. I don't know, yeah. but things have made it into the episodes that are important to Dean. Um, you know, this is a guy that almost completely finished acting, I think, in the 70s and was almost became a real estate person, you know, selling houses and stuff like that. And uh, then he managed to land a couple of roles in the 70s, um, Married to the Mob and stuff like that. And then ended up in Quantum Leap. So, um, but yeah, it's just some of the, it's more the backstage stuff I like hearing and hearing him talk. And he seemed like a real, like, genuine sort of funny person to 
And I, I think he was one of those people that I'd love to have sat down with and just let him talk and tell stories, not just about Quantum Leap, just life, because he's had mm. such a... Dean Stockwell, not Al as so much, but Dean Stockwell's career started from a child all the way up till, um, you know, 2015, he retired from uh, acting. But, I mean, what a freaking career that is. The the stuff that he's lived through, you know, um, you know, from the 40s and everything, you know, um, you know, World Wars and everything and uh, Hollywood and just the stories he could tell you, I think would be, it's a loss, isn't it, for anyone anyway. But like, just, I think, I feel as though he would have been so awesome just to sit there and just let talk to be honest if that makes any sense i don't know oh yeah totally and yeah. the stories that must be there and, and and just sort of letting someone go like that and getting the, the sort of natural natural storyteller which apparently he was you, you listen yeah. to scott Bakula in interviews and so on he very much describes him as well he, in his statement that he shared literally this week after after stockwell's passing he describes him as as, as a great storyteller a friend and a mentor yeah, that, I, says, that to me says a lot. I think Scott you know? Bakula had pretty much done theatre until Quantum Leap, roughly. He may have done the odd thing here and there, but Quantum Leap was, I think, was probably Scott Bakula's, uh, at least in terms of network telly, was one of his biggest breaks, I think, possibly. I could be wrong on that. But working with Dean Stockwell, who's had a career like 40 years prior, <laughs> you know, and still going, the amount of stuff he could have learnt. And I feel like, based on an interview I saw with Scott Bakula at Nerd HQ, I think in 2014, maybe 2015, I think I shared it with you, I can't remember what year it was, and he sat there with that um, Zachary Levy, who ended up playing uh, uh, Shazam. I don't know if you've seen that film. Um, but he met him on the set of Chuck um, while they were doing that. I've never watched Chuck, to be honest, but um, based on the interaction that they had on stage in front of the fans... I feel like Scott Bakula has taken that mentor stuff he learned from Dean and probably other people, but Dean, I feel, is passing it on to the younger generation as well. So he saw what Dean was doing for him, and he's now sort of carrying it on by passing on knowledge and experience. And you know, don't worry about it. You know, it's fine. You know, don't worry about. Don't stress so much about this, that, and the other. You know, that's at least that's what I took from the the interviews that I've you know I've accumulated over the years. Mm. Yeah, and I saw an interview with with Dean Stockwell himself saying that he was actually advised not to take the role of Al yeah, I with various other um, other actors. Um, in Married to the Mob was a, was a was a big hit, and that was it, it, literally a year or two before Constantly started. So he was. A, I, I wish I could remember the name, but again, we didn't do any any planning or any formatting for this episode. Benny and I just wanted to sit down and just just talk from the heart i guess as opposed yeah. to planning stuff but so i've not got the name to hand but i know dennis hopper who... i know I'm, I'm thinking it was dennis hopper because i remember seeing an interview okay it's actually on the dvds that you brought that didn't watch and now you're, <laughs> you're streaming yeah um but if I, on the first disc i think there's like um it's mainly about season one and then more of an overview of the series but um dean stockwell says himself it was actually dennis hopper that told him not to take the role because it would ruin his career um, because yeah, he's because going he's from going film to TV. To yeah. But nowadays, you go from film to TV, TV to film. It doesn't matter anymore, does it? Like, But back then, if you were a TV star that made it into a film star, rarely did people go back to doing TV shows mm. because of the money difference, I guess, or they felt that the profile was not high enough, which is stupid, really. Um, can you imagine that was still going on? Because you wouldn't have had like... Um, you wouldn't have had Bruce Willis making an appearance in Friends because he started off as a as a TV star, didn't he? Who ended up being like one of the biggest action heroes 
even though it wasn't widely received at first. Yep. You know, Die Hard is probably one of the most famous um, action films. Um, and then you wouldn't have people like um, Sir Ian McKellen making an appearance in Coronation Street a couple of years ago or ten, five, ten years ago, whatever it was, for like a couple of months or whatever it was he was doing. Um, I think he's... So, can you like, it, yeah, back then, at least, you you didn't seem to go from film to TV to TV to film, you know? Mm. Streaming, I think, has changed the landscape of that anyway, but now I think they're just looking at is whether it's TV, film, podcast, <laughs> web shows, why not get involved in it? You know, there's always some sort of benefit. And I think when you do go from a film to a TV show, I actually think people accept you more as well because they go, yeah, he's not, he's not maybe looking back. Maybe they think people that when people were doing films, <laughs> looking back, doing a TV show, they look down on TV shows, you know, which is stupid really. Yeah. In the grand scheme yeah, of things, but yeah, but yeah, he was advised by Dennis Hopper not to do Quantum Leap, but uh, thank God he did. Well, yeah, definitely. I mean, you look for such a long career as well. I mean, there's so many different, I suppose, film festivals and awards and all this sort of stuff that goes on for actors and, and television roles and so on. It kind of backs up his thoughts to do the role. When you look at awards, he won. He won uh, Stockwell. Sorry, won. Um, the Cannes Film Festival Award for Best Actor in 59 and 62. He also, again, this I am reading. I have looked this up. I can't remember this off my head, trust <laughs> <Yeah>. me. <laughs> um, he won a few years previous to that. And this is a, such a wonderful of its time title, the Golden Globe Special Award for the Best Juvenile Actor when he was still acting as a child. In Yeah, uh, I just literally just read that as well. Funny you mentioned yeah, that. Yeah, <laughs> 1947. Um, and then that was it all these film roles until 1990 when he won best supporting actor for, for Al in quantum leap. Well, there you go. Then like it, it speaks volumes for the, for the show and the concept of it really, you know, mm. you've got the two characters yeah. with Sam and Al, obviously you get to know and uh, fall in love with as the years go on. Um, you know, um, since we're talking about it quickly, I just want to, because Obviously, we're we're way off in this review show looking back, but obviously the way the show ended is very open-ended. You can either take it as a finish or you can take it as there is going to be another chapter. Hopefully there mm. will be someday. I don't know. Um, I know it's surfaced. I don't know if you're aware of this. It surfaced a few years ago on YouTube. There's a fan. Um, I've forgotten her name now. Um, but she does Quantum Leap podcast herself. She did it years ago. She's a massive mega fan. I mean, we're fans, we're big fans, but she's like to the point where she's collecting memorabilia and buying stuff. But she found and somehow got hold of negative footage of um, alternate scene that was filmed um, to carry on for season six of Quantum Leap. And it has... Ah, I've seen this, yes. It's amazing, isn't it? It's um, it's quite not very good sound because of the negative, but it's basically Al and Beth talking about Sam. Wherever he is, he's himself... Um, and now we've got to find him. So it seemed like the next season of Quantum Leap was about finding Sam and where he is. But unfortunately, we didn't get that. Um, so I'd love to see some sort of one-off, whether it be a film, a, a TV mini-series of like the search for Sam or something like that. And maybe a scientist has followed in the footsteps of um, Beckett. Um, such a shame that, you know, if that is a, that is a thing, because we've been hearing rumours, haven't we, lately, that it could be. Mm-hmm. Um, it's such a shame that Dean Stockwell wouldn't be making an appearance. You know, it's weird to how, how can you do it without Dean Stockwell? You know, 
Um, and it'd be the same. Man, that's, I'll tell you what, that's something that, that didn't even enter my mind until you just said it. Yeah. If there ever is a reboot or a, a TV movie or, or a special one-off or anything like that. How can you do it without Dean? I, it's, it'll be... Yeah. Oh, man, I'm, I never even... I didn't even enter my mind. Yeah. Oh, it, why? But then, you know, they could pay tribute to him as well. There are ways of doing that, I think. But it, as we sit here right now, I feel like... Um, it's gonna. It would be difficult anyway to reboot the show. I think unless you've got Scott Bakula and Dean Stockwell, and that was the whole point. I think because they did such a good job from season one to the finish of season five that I don't think anybody could see the show being done without those two. Um, you know, so I mean, it's like the. It's just yeah, I can't imagine it really. Um, but once you've got no, somebody, I, I, I agree. It's to me. The format of the show is fantastic. Everyone's fully aware how geeky and nerdy I am and how much time travel <laughs> stuff really floats my boat. Okay, let's look at that out of the way now. So this is a time travel show, and that is what hooked me in initially because I love all that sort of stuff. Yeah, same. And then it's the nice, I suppose, warm and fuzzy feel-good factor of the majority of the time the bad guys get what's coming to them, the good guys win, and all that sort of stuff. But what keeps you coming back and what made me smile and what made me laugh and still to this day does when I'm watching episodes back for God knows how many times I've seen the same episodes. The relationship between Al and Sam to me is what is what the show is built upon. And you can't have one without the other. Sam doesn't work without Al. Yeah, Al no, doesn't I agree. Work without, and it's not just a case of, oh, it was written well or, oh, it was, you know, um, it was it was well produced or directed. The, the 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 roles played by Scott Bakula and Dean Stockwell. Obviously, we sit here now because nobody has played the roles other than these two, so it's easy to go, "Oh, you can't imagine anyone else." Of course, it's yeah. But to me, you really can't imagine anyone else. If that makes sense. Yeah, I mean, but then I'm sure there. Are, I'm you know, as I'm sat here thinking about it, I'm sure there are ways we could do it or they could do it. It's just, uh, just it's going to be hard to imagine anybody else being in that role of maybe not Al, but an observer, because that's what Al was mm. in the show. So, um, yeah, it's, I don't really know what more to say. To be honest, mate, it's um, gutted when you sent me the message, <laughs> um, and it's like for goodness' yeah. sake. But yeah, as I explained, like. As Sai said, this is not necessarily a bonus episode, but we're putting it out there before the next episode of the review that we're doing because obviously we pre-recorded them all um, to a point up to about episode seven. Um, so, yeah, episode seven. So which we've not we're not ignoring the passing of Dean Stockwell by any means. So this is why we wanted to record that today. But if you're listening to the show and you think, well, how could you not acknowledge this? It's just we wanted to put this out there because one... What a freaking great actor. It's more of our like little memories and thoughts and tributes and stuff like that. But um, yeah, we wanted to let you know that we're aware of it, but it may not sound like it going up to about until episode eight, at least, because they're already pre-recorded. So, but what a freaking great actor in everything he did. You know, I forgot he was in Air Force One, man. I was looking up this stuff the other day and I haven't seen that film for years. The Harrison Ford Air Force One film. I assume you... Oh, okay. Um, have you seen that one? I've never seen it. Oh, I've dude, you've got to give that a watch at some point, but... I think he was the, uh, what was he? I think he was the defense secretary, I think he was. Um, okay. So it's got Gary Oldman and Harrison Ford. It's a good film, to be fair. And Dean Stockwell's in there as well, as a as a role as well. So it's all it's all good. Um, you know, as you mentioned already, Beverly Hills Cop, um, 
a character that uh, again smoking cigars so whether that was purposely done <laughs> he like, loved a cigar, he loved a cigar <laughs> didn't he so whether that was purpose but that, again that's dean isn't it it's not Al, I mean, I don't think they would have written Al smokes cigars. They might have written Al smokes, but I was like, well, if I am going to smoke, I'm going to uh, Dean. I am going to smoke. I'm going to smoke um, a cigar. So rarely, it's weird to see. It's like it's like seeing Doctor Who without the tonic screwdriver. <laughs> you know, if you've seen Dean Stockwell, he has a cigar in his hand, and it's more of a. Well, I think he does smoke. He did smoke, but I think it was more, it was more of a prop to him because it was like an extension of himself. I think. To a degree, which I've yeah, you know. I mean, there's the story, Benny. I think it was you that told me this initially, but there's the famous story that he asked for that to be written into the show. Uh, he, that was his suggestion for the character of Al to be smoking a cigar, so he would get three cigars. That <laughs> yeah, was his. That was the. That was his plan. Whether that was his plan or not, I don't know. But in that interview he gave, he very much let it believe that he only asked for the cigars so he could get free cigars for five years. So yeah. that was <laughs> so fantastic. It's just stuff like that. So yeah, uh, an actor as you, just yeah, I don't know. I don't really know what to say. What if we can even do it justice side? To be honest, gonna nah, be gonna I be missed, you mate. You I know. know what you mean. Well, I think well, uh, I think we'll just leave it there, Benny. To be honest, mate, we've uh, some great memories. Very very sad occasion for for well, for anyone who's enjoyed Dean Stockwell's career and especially for Quantum Leap fans. As Benny said earlier in the episode, our thoughts obviously go out to Dean Stockwell's family, friends, close ones, and so on. Um, yeah, I mean that's I suppose that's it, mate. That's, that's it, it, mate. So this, just yeah, remembering um, remembering Dean Stockwell, who passed away at the age of eighty five. November the 7th, 2021. And I suppose the last thing I really want to say is thank you, Dean. Thank you, Admiral Al Calavici, for all the memories for this geeky sci-fi fan growing up. You made me laugh a lot, and I really appreciate it. I can't add to that, mate. Salute, Admiral Calavici. We'll see you down the line for some more Waiting Room. <laughs>